There's a lot happening over in Washington, D.C. that I think we need to uh, make sure everybody's aware of from the ongoing inflation issues, labor issues, uh, a whole host of things. Uh, not just, of course, what's happening in the uh, U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, but you've got the Federal Reserve talking about some rate hikes and actually uh, looking at a half a point of a rate hike increase uh, the most in 22 years. Uh, the last time they did something like that was uh, back in 2000. Uh, so uh, that's going to you know, maybe soften the, the, the blow of uh, ongoing inflation. And you really have to uh, better understand why we have the rate of inflation that we do. Uh, but uh, it's it's a huge issue that, uh, you know, it, it impacts everybody. It impacts everybody from you and being able to buy things for your kids for school. It's uh, impacting your ability to get to work, uh, how far your dollar goes, but also for businesses and their ability to hire and invest and keep prices competitive. Uh, so there's a whole host of things to, to track there. Uh, but you also have over in Washington, D.C., uh, a variety of different conversations going on about disinformation. And uh, here with Springfield's Morning News, I'm Greg Bishop at 643. And, of course, you can chime in live and local. Phone number is 217-629-7970. Again, 217-629-7970. But uh, you've got uh, questions about uh, this disinformation governance board and the Department of Homeland Security. And we'll hear some comments uh, from a Senate hearing yesterday uh, with uh, Senator Rand Paul and uh, uh, others uh, talking to the, uh, the, the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. But I just want to read to you some of the headlines here. Um, uh, migrants heading to U.S. border share advice on Title 20, uh, Title 42 using WhatsApp. Uh, now, it, when when the Disinformation Governance Board was revealed, it was a question asked by uh, a congresswoman from Illinois, Lauren Underwood. She's from the Chicagoland area. Uh, and uh, ultimately, uh, she asked, you know, hey, we, we know that uh, people are coming across the border or they're heading this way and they're getting misinformation and and Spanish-speaking immigrants and Spanish-speaking Americans are getting misinformation, but also heading into an election. We've got uh, the, the the prospects of more misinformation coming out. So ultimately, the, that line of questioning led to the revelation of this uh, misinformation governance board. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they tackle something like this, where you've got migrants crossing the border uh, sharing advice about Title 42. What's Title 42? We get in the weeds with this stuff. I'm sorry if if you're like, ah, what are these terms? Title 42 is a a measure implemented uh, concerning border security and health and being able to turn people away from the U.S. border who are crossing illegally because of uh, health concerns. Uh, You know, we were just now, I guess, getting out of the the tail end of a global pandemic. So, um, you know, you'd think that that'd be important. But apparently this month, President Joe Biden is going to repeal Title 42. So there's information that uh, migrants are seeing on WhatsApp uh, that could be misinformation or, uh, you know, ways to to skirt um, federal law here in the United States. But you also have um, the issue of the Hunter Biden laptop story with a headline that uh, the repairman who turned that over to authorities uh, and ultimately the story getting out before the 2020 election only to be suppressed by big tech. Uh, and then after the election. Uh, the revelation that indeed there is a story here and that the laptop is legit, that it's got very questionable things on it, uh, and uh, that it's the president's son, uh, and he's got tax issues he's going to deal with. Um, but the, the, the repairman for who turned that over and the story stemmed from, he's suing media outlets and Congressman Adam Schiff 
for defamation because you had a whole slew of, you know, the 50 some odd intelligence officials that said that this was Russian disinformation, the Hunter Biden laptop story. Didn't turn out to be the case. Uh, so um, kind of fascinating to see that case. Uh, we'll watch that and how it unfolds. But uh, you've got also the uh, the ongoing questions about this disinformation board. Uh, and uh, with the with the story of the Hunter Biden laptop and, you know, COVID-19 policies and the about face that we saw over the past two years, what constitutes disinformation? Is it going to be something the government labels as disinfo? And then a big tech company comes and follows up and says, we're going to go ahead and take this off the site because the government says it's misinformation. Uh, it's a private company doing that. But is it a step too far if the private company is doing that at the behest of the federal government? All right, we'll get to some of the clips here of um, uh, some senators asking uh, the the DHS secretary about uh, about the disinformation governance board uh, in a moment. But a phone call. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Good morning. Uh, hey, I I was thinking the other day. I, I heard Jen Psaki talk about how this whole uh, disinformation board was started with the previous administration. And I think you were on that track when I started calling in, but I couldn't listen to you while the phone was ringing. But, I mean, it was started during the previous administration. That was to inform illegal immigrants to figure out what bad information they were getting as they were trying to caravan to our borders. That's where it started at. It, it didn't start with regulating regulating speech of U.S. citizens. Right. And well, that's in this, in this, yeah, in and this particular where, board stems from uh, the Department of Homeland Security and all of the mechanisms of uh, media monitoring and uh, putting out messaging uh, through, you know, followed after the September 11th, uh, 2001 attacks. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's progressed and developed over time and evolved. Uh, and you can see the, the the progression evolving even to, like I said, and I appreciate the call, got others coming in, uh, devolving to, you know, having a government say this is disinformation and then a private company blocking that speech. We've already seen that to a degree. Uh, real quick. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Hi, Bishop. Hey, uh, I haven't heard you say anything about this, uh, but the documentary or movie 2000 Mules that's coming out have you heard anything about that have not uh but i'll look into it appreciate it 217-629-7970 good morning oh, yeah good morning hey uh I, I understand that the federal government our our federal government um is you know operates completely within the uh, constraints of our constitution um you know and then i guess uh Everything else is for the states. But anyway, and the states cite the Constitution often. But what, where in the Constitution is the, do we grant to the federal government the authority to do this? I'm curious about that. If they're, because ultimately it sounds like this is something that's going to the Supreme Court. Congress shall make no law um, abridging the freedom of speech, um, assembly, uh, freedom of the press, uh, and uh, you know a variety of other things in the First Amendment, uh, religion. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, whether or not uh, they can actually highlight how this mechanism of the Department of Homeland Security is ultimately leading to infringing upon speech, uh, I think that uh, you could see that litigated. We shall see. I've had phone calls are pouring in here. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Good morning. I heard the statement you played earlier uh, about Biden saying that the MAGA movement was one of the most dangerous, <laughs> threatening groups ever. Um, it's kind of ironic with the whole abortion thing. I would say that Planned Parenthood it would be one of those groups based on Margaret Sanger's 
foundation of it used to uh, diminish and control the black population. There's probably been more black people prevented from being born by that group uh, than any other terrorist group or any other group that's hurt somebody, uh, one demographic in the United States, history of the United States. And listen, I mean, a, a, a group's origin doesn't necessarily portend what it is now. Uh, Planned Parenthood, uh, for what it is, yes, it does assist in terminating pregnancies, but it also assists in a whole host of other reproductive care issues uh, and reproductive health. So we'll just we'll just leave that conversation there. I got to take a break. We'll get to some of the comments that uh, Senator Paul had uh, with uh, uh, the the DHS secretary in a moment. Stay tuned. It is WMAY Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg. Ben- All right, we've got a few more minutes here on WMAY. Uh, Before 7 o'clock, I'm Greg Bishop, and we're live and local, 217-629-7970. 2,000 Mules, uh, it's a Dinesh D'Souza production. I'm not familiar with it. Apparently, it's about election fraud. We'll see. Um, Maybe I can reach out to his people and get them on the air here soon. Uh, Apparently, that's coming out today. I'm not familiar with it. Um, 6.57 now, uh, and I wanted to get to a few of the comments that uh, were made uh, during a Senate committee yesterday in Washington, D.C., between uh, states, uh, U.S. Senator um, um, uh, Rand Paul from Kentucky and the, uh, the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, um, uh, Secretary Mayorkas, uh, about disinformation. Here's just some of how that, uh, that initial line of questioning went uh, in Washington, D.C. yesterday. Do you think the Steele dossier included Russian disinformation? Uh, Senator, um, uh, th- that's not a question that I'm equipped to, to answer. The, uh, was it was in the public news. It was a, you may have heard of it, the Mueller investigation. It was a $32 million investigation that went over a couple of years. Uh, Horowitz was an investigator general, and he looked at the FBI's activity in the beginning of this. And what the FBI concluded was that there were FBI agents throughout this period of time who concluded that yes, the dossier was full of Russian disinformation. So it's kind of fascinating uh, that uh, the Department of Homeland Security Secretary says he's not in a position to talk about that, but when you're when you're talking about a disinformation governance board and you've got this issue of you know whether the intelligence community uh, manipulated information for um, you know political purposes, uh, how can you not have an opinion about that? Uh, more from um, uh, Senator Paul and uh, Mayorkas. Uh, from yesterday. Think of all the debates and disputes we've had over the last 50 years in our country. We work them out by debating them. We don't work them out by the government being the arbiter. I don't want you guardrails. I want you to have nothing to do with speech. You think we can't determine you know, speech by traffickers is disinformation. You think the American people are so stupid they need you to tell them what the truth is? You can't even admit what the truth is with the Steele dossier. I don't trust government to figure out what the truth is. And then uh, you have uh, Senator Kennedy, who uh, made uh, an interesting kind of pun here. Here's uh, Senator Kennedy uh, with Mayorkas yesterday. Is uh, pretty interesting. When when the department picked her. Was the department aware of her TikTok videos? Uh, Senator, um, uh, I they're, was... they're really quite precocious. <laughs> um, uh, Senator. Uh... <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. It is WMAY now, 7 o'clock. From the Fly SBI studio, take the easy way out. WMAY Springfield.